We got a goo vibes. We got, we got goo and goo. I thought you were going to say we've got goose vibes. Um, I'm, the goo, I'm the goo goose. Honk. I wish he was a goo goose. That would have been delightful. Oh, just honking goo at you. Honk. And then you're just covered in goo. <laughs> That's just a swan. Yeah, swans suck. I could talk about <laughs> how much are... swans suck for days. Dono, have you ever like had an interaction with a swan? Uh, only a positive one, to be honest, Whoa. which I know is not the norm. That's not the norm. To, You're the swan whisperer. <laughs> yeah, they kind of, they considered me one of them, you Aww. know. So oh, really I see. Did a swan uh, try and mate with you? A swan tried to, get, <laughs> a swan tried to do all over me. Oh, no. you know what that means. <laughs> No, I went to a hotel as a kid, and there was a swan in like the fountain in the lobby. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's if it's like a famous thing or something. I don't remember where oh, this in was. in the lobby indoors. There was two big honker swans in the lobby indoors. <laughs> were they? And they were in, pretty chill. Look at those honkers. Were they in water or were they just walking around? They were in some water. There was a <laughs> okay. big fountain. They were the bellboys. Yeah, they, were the, they wore the little bellhop hats. <laughs> it's like that one famous oh, hotel man. with the ducks, but instead it's horrifying, large, screaming swans. You know, swans would be point. good bellboys because they have long necks. They yeah. could reach all the elevator oh, buttons. All the buttons, yeah. for sure. And get oh, gunk man. all over them. All right. Well, welcome oh, to Thanks <laughs> Wait, I gotta do it again. <laughs> yeah, get it clean, get it clean. Okay, clean, clean. Uh, welcome to Fangs for the Memories, the only Buffy podcast that wants to spit goo in your face. I, I don't endorse I had that. to do it. We do. We want to spit goo. It, it, with consent. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll course. ask you. Yeah. We're going to be like, hi, may I please spit goo in your face? Hi, press yes or no. <laughs> press one for yes and two for no if you want goo spit in your face. <laughs> press you want goo, on, goo you on want your face no tonight, goo. queen? Goo on your face? <laughs> goo tonight? Goo tonight, queen? <laughs> um, my name is Kate. <laughs> My pronouns are she, her, or they, them, and I live in the hellmouth of South Philadelphia. Uh, and I'm Leslie, and my pronouns are they, them, and I also live in the hellmouth of South Philadelphia. Woo! I still love that. <laughs> it's still fun to say, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, we have a, a returning guest, friend of the pod, friend of the show, uh, Donovan from Radio Free Tote Bag. Honk! <laughs> <laughs> What's up, gang? (laughs) It's me, Donovan. My pronouns are they and them. And apparently there's swans in the lobby of the Embassy Suites in Dallas, according to uh, a TripAdvisor review from 2012 titled Swans in the Lobby. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that might be the house that you're residing in at the moment. Swans in the Lobby is my favorite uh, Busta Rhymes album. I'm in the I'm in the hellmouth of uh, Chicago, Illinois. Ooh, 
Oh, yeah. Did you say Chicago, Illinois? No, but I should have. That's oh, well. <laughs> I'll edit it. Oh, uh, yeah, that is what I said. I'm very clever. <laughs> Man. <laughs> so clever. We're so excited to have you back to talk about more Buffy. Wow, gang, it's been a long time since the last time, and I don't know what the hell is happening with this program. Yeah, you, <laughs> you messaged me, and you were like, who's this girl? <laughs> I thought about you. I was like, uh-oh. We don't have issues. Yeah, season five is weird. Is the goo monster a recurring character? What's going on? Yeah, um, yeah, she ends up being Buffy's boyfriend. Oh, that's right. The goo monster would be a better boyfriend than Riley. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll we'll get to that. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Let's do some vibes first. How how are we feeling? Who wants to kick it off? Not all at once. Jeez. (laughs) Not it. Not it. Okay, fine. I'll do it. Um, Okay. (laughs) It's spooky month. I'm feeling good. Fuck yeah. It's getting cold. Um... Yeah, I'm just really excited. I've been watching lots of spooky things. And um, today, uh, last night I started the fall fall of the house of Ursher. I'm just going to call it that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh And then um, I realized that I had never read that short story. So I was like, maybe I'll read the short story first. And then I'll watch the show. Who is that by? That sounds very familiar. That's my man Poe. Yeah. Uh, my man Eddie P. Shout, man, <laughs> shout out to Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> Eddie P up in the house There's of a, Usher. Um, you can also visit the Poe house in Philadelphia if you You if can. Like to. Mm-hmm. There's a raven yeah, there. No. I don't know if it's the right, if it's the <laughs> raven. He's just been alive this whole time. <laughs> Do you ever go to the Poe House and quote it? I don't. Yeah. Oh, I don't, but should. I should quote it. <laughs> oh, yeah. When in Philly, you must quote the Ravilly. Welcome to Fangs. It's true. Members. They should have Ravens at the Phillies games. Yeah, we should beat the Philadelphia Ravens instead of Baltimore. Yeah. Nevermore. Nevermore. He's coming out on the field. I would go to every Phillies game if they had Ravens. Oh, fuck yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. By the way, go Phils. Yeah. Go Phils, I guess. Go wet man. Yeah, go wet. I love that wet guy. Yeah, Brendan Marsh. He's always wet. We don't know why. (laughs) I've been teaching Leslie about. um, Yeah, he's secretly a goo monster. Oh, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> He's just been li- lying in plain sight the whole time. <laughs> well, he doesn't come oh, out to the, onto the field with his carapace on. <laughs> he has to Titan. shed it. <laughs> yeah. No, he just makes it really, really little, and then that's his, like, uh, his, like wiener cup. Whoa. Whoa, carapace. His wiener cup's made out of cockroach Ew. chitin. Oh, my cool. God. <laughs> I need to leave. <laughs> Show's over. <laughs> oh god. I did see someone on I think on like Instagram or something. They made like a dragon figurine with parts of a cockroach. That's oh. pretty nasty. Right? But I like it. Uh... I like it, but the collecting seems dicey. 
Yeah, that's true. Oh, I got all these loose cockroach parts around my house. What if I use them for good? You just got to wait around until the, all the cockroaches die of old age. That's true. I don't know what that means. When do they die? You don't want to kill age? it. You have to. They have to be collected like humanely. Yeah. I don't. I don't endorse cockroach slaughtering. I'm sorry. I have a little dollhouse for all my cockroaches, where I keep them until they die of it's old like age. Joe's apartment, and then I rip them apart and use them for a dragon. That's what they would have wanted. You run a roach hospice? Yeah. In honor of my senior roaches, I turn their carapaces into a um, dragon figurine. Into tasteful folk art. Yeah. Anyway, so those are my vibes. Donovan, do you have any vibes to speak of? (laughs) Donovan's got goose vibes. I am... uh... I'm and I'm all I'm all zonked out, gang. I got the I got the uh, pandemic vaccine booster about oh, hell yeah. six hours ago, and thus far no side effects except for I'm feeling a little bit wavy, and that's kind Ooh. of a good side effect. That's fun. I just feel that's good energy. Yeah, I just feel like I'm wilding out inside a little bit, hence all <laughs> oh, the wow. honking. Yeah, the only side effect is I've developed a, a kind of bulbish, protru- bulbous protrusion from the bridge of my nose, and now I can make a sound very loudly. It's like Howard the uh-huh, Duck, uh-huh. Dono the Goose. <laughs> it's not plagiarism. This was an original idea. Yeah. Yeah, TM, TM, TM. <laughs> no, so I'm doing okay. I, nice. Uh, I was in Philly not that long ago. I think That's you were right. out of town. Kate. I was. We were, we were messaging. Uh, I went to the Mutter Museum. That was yeah. pretty terrifying and cool. Oh, yeah. It's scary there, yeah. They got all kinds of, of spooks and scares in that place. <laughs> yeah. I went with a friend of our show, uh, Liam from Well, There's Your Problem. He, oh, he nice. He's, he's a good dude. He's like, we got to see you got to see this thing. And we went together and we were there for like five minutes. And he's like, ah. I'm going to go sit down for a little bit. I'm feeling this is a little bit much. And I was like, you've been here before. But I understood because, yeah, there's some there's some goo monsters in there, I tell you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some really oh, big yeah. colons. Ugh. Oh, love it. Yep. Megacolon. Yeah. Oh, man. The, the uh, most underrated superhero, megacolon. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that's a real medical term I found out recently. That's like that's a condition. That's so weird. Yeah, yeah. And it's really funny to say, but it's a serious thing. And I don't, I couldn't be a doctor, like, delivering the heavy news. And... I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mr. Smith. It's mega colon. Are there mini colons, too? Micro colon. Micro? Does that imply the existence of a micro colon? There's got to be. I'm going to Google this real quick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's Whoa. a mega. Is it real? Well, I'm microcolon and newborn infants with intestinal obstruction by oh, W.E. No. Wow. Bergen from 1968. Yeah. And there's some x rays, and I mean, I don't have a great sense of what a normal colon looks like, but these look pretty skinny. <laughs> now I'm looking at mega, colon x rays. A mega tongue? <laughs> I do. Oh, God. What? 
Yeah. Sorry. No. Fuck. Okay. Fuck Buffy. This is all I want to talk about now. <laughs> my tongue's too big for my mouth. It's too big for my mouth, and I bite it constantly. And I had a really bad streak last week, where like Aww. somehow the underside of my tongue, while I'm chewing, gets like pulled between my teeth, and it hurts oh, real bad. Fuck. And then it like it swells up, and then it's easier to bite. And I bit it like five days in a row. And I I wanted to shoot myself in the head. Oh God, be that's it's awful. awful. It's really bad. Oh, man. One minute you're chowing down on a delicious Laffy Taffy, and the next minute <laughs> it's blended with tongue flavor. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's Awful. kind of a similar consistency, too, so I could see how you'd get very confused. <laughs> this Charleston chew tastes like blood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sorry to make light of your mega tongue. Yeah, sorry to make fun of your horrible, like, debilitating... Uh issue it's a, a burden that i must carry yeah you similar do it very gracefully your, yeah similar to to your new uh goose beak hey there suckers it's leslie you know back in my day i worked at an adult shop in college so i know a thing or two about fine adult toys um and that's why i really like bunnyshop.com it's not your average adult store you know, think of it as your very own adult shop thoughtfully curated by your fashionable best friend they take their selection seriously they handpick each item for their aesthetics safety and top-notch quality bunny shop is a modern love shop dedicated to elevating your most intimate moments and here's the best part you get to shop online in the comfort of your own home and if you know me and you know how much I don't like talking to people, you know how much I love that. You're only browsing the best and cutest products out there. Plus, they ship quickly and discreetly, ensuring your little secret stays safe. So no matter where you are in your journey, whether you're a BDSM pro or completely new to the world of sex toys, Bunny Shop has got you covered. Uh, their thoughtfully selected range includes toys, accessories, and wellness products to suit every desire and preference. And you know we love accessibility and inclusivity on the pod. So let go of any shyness and embrace your self-love journey with confidence. Save 20% off your order today when you use code FANGS. That's F-A-N-G-S, all uppercase. So visit bunnyshop.com, B-U-N-N-Y-S-H-O-P-P-E.com. That's true, but that one rocks. That one's cool, actually. No downsides. Yeah, no no, uh, consequences whatsoever. Hey, fun fact, don't look up micro colon and click the images tab on Google. That's just a a nice tip for folks at home. You don't want to do that. If you're following along. Oh, God. They've already done it while they're driving, and now they've driven into a ravine. That's true. <laughs> we are not responsible. I don't want to live in this world. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, I guess that's my vibe. Wait a minute, Leslie. Colon great. drama. That's great vibes. Colon what, drama. What up? <laughs> I was going to start um, talking about Buffy, and then I realized Leslie has vibes. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> oh. Honk. Uh, you silly no, goose. I'm, doing... <laughs> I'm honking like a goose. Sending you to um. Silly Goose University. <laughs> oh, no, not SGU. <laughs> That's such a party school. 
Uh, no, I'm doing all right. I'm just surviving. Yeah. <laughs> I feel this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not thriving, but surviving. I got That's it. That's the best anyone can hope for. I think something that could make you feel better is looking at all the the good boy fillies in their um in their overalls with no shirts oh, on, I, covered in beard. I saw I saw one of those Philly overall boys uh, walking down the street on my way to work. Oh the other yeah, day. yeah. And I was like tempted to like like roll down the window and like say something to him, uh, but I am terrified of human interaction, so mm. oh. I chose not to. I chose I chose not to follow that life path. I guess yeah. Really? Like, what would you say? Uh, those delts are looking real nice. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that's yeah, just hey. kind of compliment. Make them feel, you know, make them feel cute. Make them feel sexy. Yeah. <laughs> what are these overall lads? What what happened? Oh man, they're so cute. The, the they look like uh they look like a gang from the Warriors. Yeah, they do. <laughs> so the Phillies have a new, like kind of travel, like I guess like civvy look. Yeah. Um, where they're they've been wearing these like white they're white overalls with red pinstripes and they wear one um they usually wear them without shirts nice and then they do like one you know side like unfastened unbuttoned yeah just be really uh. flirty yeah and they're all like real good looking right now so everyone's Damn. got like Phillies fever but but like <laughs> it's like flirty fever. Yeah. Yeah. Flirty with a pH. Yeah. <laughs> flirty <laughs> Phillies fever. All with a pH. Yeah. I'm Googling Phillies overall guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's all stripey. They look like a dang hunky candy cane. Right? Right? I want them to like paint my fence. Yeah. Oh my god. What if all the Phillies if you won a, a contest and all the Phillies came over and painted your fence? <laughs> to whitewash oh, my fence beautiful. like Tom Sawyer. Fuck yeah. And they asked you like to crack open some beers for them. Yeah. Mix them a little lemonade. <laughs> yeah. It's great. I want them Wanna... to impregnate me. <laughs> <laughs> You have to look up Nick. I, this can't turn into a Phillies like uh-uh. podcast. I'm like, you have to look up Nick Castellanos. And I'm like, wait a minute. What were? What is this like podcast about? Nick oh, Castellanos. What if Buffy was set in Philadelphia? Can you oh, fucking imagine? Fuck yes. The fell mouth. Oh. He fell, fell, fell. So good, yeah. yeah. It'd be such an amazing <laughs> accent. All the vampires would have amazing Philly accents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god. Well, I want to cheese your steak. Your whiz. <laughs> nah, that's much better. That's much better. <laughs> I want. I want to witch your viz. Wait, vit your viz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh boy man. good try yeah thank you all right well should we let's consult show, the wiki <laughs> let's get that oh, wiki yeah. oh donovan i had a question have What's you happening? have you watched besides this and besides the two episodes that we made you watch last time we we made you we forced you that gun like point. fucking clockwork orange we kept your eyelids open <laughs> yeah we um, did <laughs> have you watched any buffy since then no except for this one and so i didn't know what in god's name was going on all right well i'm excited to hear about your like 
Yeah, I want you I want you to tell us what is going on. Yeah, tell us the um synopsis of the first episode, Listening to Fear. All right, let me just pull my notes up. Uh, okay, who's the yeah. guy looking bored while getting his arm gnawed on? That was one. Oh, note. that's Riley. <laughs> it's Buffy's boyfriend. Yeah, oh, I wrote, out. Um, he looks like he's getting the most disappointing blowjob. Yeah, he does not look happy. He it should be a lot sad. happier. Yeah. Well, in that good chompy. Good chompy chomp. <laughs> chompy, yeah. She, he's getting arm. Mmm, blood so good, <laughs> yum yum. She give good arm. She give good arm. <laughs> um, so the first episode is called "Listening to Fear." <laughs> um, our wi- I, our wiki tells us as Buffy and Don. I bet Donovan has some interesting thoughts about Don. Um, as me. Buffy and Don help their mother prepare for brain surgery, a creepy extraterrestrial demon becomes fixated an increasingly disoriented Joyce and infiltrates the summer's home. It's a goo forward episode. Yeah, it is. There's a <laughs> lot of goo. It is very, yeah. We love wet puppets and we love the wet goo that comes out of them. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. If you can't if you can't love me at my best or you can't love me at my gooest, goost. you don't me at my <laughs> best. <laughs> at my goost. <laughs> um, my goost. I had a note right up top um, when the Scooby gang are like staking vamps Mm. uh, in place of Buffy and they're doing a really shit job at it. Willow's stabbing dudes is fucking stupid. Yeah. (laughs) She looks like she's trying to pop a balloon. (laughs) And um, it's like, it's just very like, it like hit and pull back, like, bank. Like, it just didn't, it was just, was very silly to me. It's a love tap. Yeah, it is. It's like, come on. You got to put oh. some some meat on that. Put a little pepper on it. I understand that like the point was to make them look useless without Buffy or Riley. But like yeah. they have been doing this for 5 seasons. Seriously. I feel like they should have a little bit more skill. Yeah, I think so too. Although like, it is funny gonna... to get like to watch Giles get knocked out again. I love that. I love seeing him and Xander get get knocked around. <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> Let's not examine that anymore. <laughs> nope. Nope. Not you, not me, not God. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, Buffy's in the hospital with her mom. The mom is uh, increasingly getting like erratic and crazy. She's having a bad time. Yeah. She's having a, a really bad time. Still looking like very beautiful. Like Christine Sutherland like can't look not perfect no i kept thinking like because they have the like bandage on the side of her head but it sort of just looks like her hair is pulled up like asymmetrically and it's like wow that's kind of cute she wears it well she does she doesn't need them wigs she wears a a, a, an incision very very attractively yeah yes oh the 90s was all the rage back then To have like just a gaping head wound. Yeah. <laughs> um, the reason why Riley is not with Buffy or with the Scoobies is he has a new hobby. <laughs> He's got a new, <laughs> a new extracurricular activity. Yeah, which is getting fed on vampire prostitutes. Yeah. I guess like fed on by vampire prostitutes at like 
Sunnydale's hottest flop house. <laughs> Where is this flop house that that there? It in? has to be yeah, just in the weird nebulous fucking industrial zone. Yeah. Uh, behind like I don't know the magic shop. I guess yeah. Where cleaning <laughs> is illegal. Evidently. Yeah. Yes, you cannot clean. <laughs> yeah, vampires are so. It, what's really funny is there's like all this lore about how vampires have OCD. Not these ones. Yeah, not these guys. Um, no. Because like one of the things that you can do to like confuse a vampire supposedly is like throw a bunch of stuff on the ground and they'll have to stop and like pick it up and count it. What really? Which is where the count comes from. Yeah. Oh, no. Is that Shut insane? Up. Yeah. It's like an old So all vampires are rain man. Well, I mean, according to like a certain, you know, like wives tale about it. But like That's it's funny crazy. that this is completely the opposite. Like I, that part of vampire brain has been like turned off. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah I guess when you're just like that desperate for for the the red stuff for blood. Red. These ones got OFD obsessive filthy disorder. <laughs> you know yeah, it's almost. It's a mess. I, I bet it was super fun to be like the prop master for this though. <laughs> Because you're just, like, like, throwing shit everywhere. Yeah, can you find uh-huh. the nastiest mattress possible? We need a couple of yeah. those. <laughs> yeah, can like, we the get... upstairs is horrific. Can we get one of those mattresses from the, the prison in uh, Oz? Thanks. Can you just bring it over from the other studio? Great. Thank you. <laughs> Buffy goes to Oz. Oh shit! No, not that That's one. The crossover nobody asked for. <laughs> they think it's like oh. the Wizard of Oz, but like somebody yeah. fucked up the script. Like, took it. Chris Maloney shows up, and they're like, "Uh, why? What? Why are we looking at this man's dick? Yeah, why, why am I staring into Chris Maloney's gaping butthole?" <laughs> Who's playing all that jazz? (laughs) (laughs) What a good television show. Oh, Oh, man. man. The craziest music ever. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway. So can Uh, we talk about this flop house and, like, what we think about what's going on here? I mean, it is just a, a rich white guy's idea of what a flop house looks like yeah like obviously joss whedon has never stepped foot in a flop no. house so he's just like oh it's just it he's he watched that one episode of uh fucking oh what is it not dick tracy <laughs> oh fuck that one that one old 60s cop show where they all smoked weed and then the lady left her baby in the oven Oh, what? I know what you're talking oh, about. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm yeah. talking about? Thank mm-hmm. you. I cannot remember what this is called. Oh, man. People are screaming at me from yeah, their phones right now. Are. Fuck. I That's forget. Right. Anyway. Keep um, screaming. Keep screaming, suckers. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like it, it's so obviously like not reality. Yeah. No, and it's like, is this a, ca- it's like a cautionary tale, but for what? I'm not really sure. 
And yeah, I mean, we can that? talk about it more in the next episode because that's when it like comes up more. But yeah, it comes to a head. I don't know. Yeah, it, it's trying to say something, but like in in true weed fashion and a, like true Buffy fashion, it like gets halfway to a point and then just stops. Yeah, it, like gets tired. I was so confused. I, I bet had no idea who was going on. <laughs> I didn't recognize the guy who was getting chomped. So this first episode, and this is right after I I got the jab. Yeah, you know, microchips <laughs> were jittering around, and I thought I was. I thought I was headed straight to the Bill Gates zone. (laughs) (laughs) This is what they make everyone watch before they go to the Bill Gates zone. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You will be subjected to a random episode of Buffy you have no context for. (laughs) Yeah. So Riley is Buffy's boyfriend until the end of the next episode. Um, He's been around for a while. He was a ar- secret army guy, like in some like really weird, like deeply embedded initiative where they were like trying to figure out stuff about demons and like build the perfect man demon, all sorts of weird stuff. Yeah, they were like catching demons, experimenting on them, and also like cobbling together like an Ubermensch, essentially. Yeah. Uh, real fucked up. This is military grade goo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sort of. I mean, basically, yeah. But he quit because they tried to kill Buffy. Rude. I know. <laughs> it's not great. Uh, can you not? Um, But then, like, basically for the... I mean, it's been going on forever. For, like, a season and a half, Riley's kind of had nothing to do and is getting progressively more crabby about, like being sort of useless you ever feel like that i'm sure everybody feels like that once in a while you ever date the slayer (laughs) and (laughs) you know you just you know and so i guess like his his reaction to this is he's trying to like feel something and he's supposedly wants i guess someone to feel like they could live or die for him. So that's like the vamp sucking. <laughs> Stupid. It's pretty dumb. You don't even make me feel like you want to drain my bodily fluids. That's totally, I mean, you're joking, but that is what he, fu- he, it's in the next episode, but that's what he fucking says. That's he says so like, weird. Yeah. oh, dude, oh, okay. Anyway, I want to talk about Goo Man. Okay, let's talk about the Queller Demon, who is First a- First of all. Yes. Uh, no, go go ahead, please. Okay, so he Explain is the Queller Demon. He or they? I guess. Wait, say the Queller they. Demon, the Queller Demon, and we're not talking about Ben. <laughs> <laughs> For all my Ben Queller heads. Wow! <laughs> wow! Do you like the Stubbs the Zombie soundtrack? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! No, it's spelled different. Yeah, it's Q U E L L E R. Damn it. Um, Good joke. They do a, uh, so the Scoobies, you know, do their research and they're like. Oh, so the thing is he came down from a meteor or whatever. Yeah. Uh, And the reason that they saw it is that Willow and Tara were having like sexy times on a roof. Yep. They were. Uh, And so that's where, so yeah, you they think it's alien, but it's actually a demon. Right, right. But. Well, it's an 
Oh, maybe I misunderstood. Well, maybe it was an I thought it was an alien demon. Do so, those exist? <laughs> Is that well, a that's, thing? That's what I was that's what I was thinking about when I was watching this cuz Giles says something like demons come to earth from all all you know directions this one just came from above so i think what they're trying to imply is that aliens don't exist and anything vaguely alien nick is demon oh shit that is not where i went with that but that's an interesting theory so aliens aren't real but demons defo for sure reminds me of the movie as a kid with that fucked up demon with the glowing finger who seals your reese's pieces what a horror. <laughs> yeah, I hate that horror man, movie. That guy sucked. Yeah. Fuck that guy, man. <laughs> okay, but for real, though, when E.T. Like, gets sick and turns gray, is fuck the most fucking scared I've ever been in my entire life. I threw life. up when I was a little yeah, kid. I got. I remember you telling I story. I got so sad and, like, despondent over the way <laughs> E.T. was being treated that I threw up. Yes. This is E.T. Yep, abuse. I... Yeah, it was just like, <laughs> I, I cannot believe this is happening to this guy. Not Yeah, not to this little turd of a man. <laughs> yeah, he's just oh. a little turd. He didn't do anything that bad. <laughs> oh, but, um, yeah, so in this case, a demon who I'm not sure, I don't know, because I, I didn't think of it that way, but maybe that is what they were saying. Is that, like, aliens are demons? And we're just uh, yeah, confused. Because he, he was summoned by somebody. Right. You know. Which we find out at the end. Yeah. So basically, in giant quotation marks, primitive people believed that the moon made people nuts. Um, and so people would summon this demon called the Queller to quell crazy people down. But like... By killing them. Kills them. <laughs> I don't think that's a great summon. It's, yeah, that's real bad. I feel like it, it makes more sense that people would be like, well, we summon something to like calm down, you know, to like quell by like, I don't know, just like chilling everybody out, not by killing them with goo. Yeah, we just wanted to summon like a demon SSRI. Mm hmm. You know? Yeah, a really strong one. Some of them take me to your dealer type aliens. Instead, we got this fucking guy. Fucked up. It's the worst. Not great. So the Queller breaks out of the meteorite and just heads straight to the hospital. Because that's where the crazy people are. (laughs) Yeah, so so this is interesting. So uh, Sunnydale General has a mental ward wing, I guess. Yeah. Has yeah. enough beds, has enough resources, has enough staff to deal with an entire town of crazy people. And they just go through the same halls and stuff, too? Yeah, and they're just allowed confused. to, like, hang out. Well, and right now there's a lot of them because Glory, who... I don't... Do we see Glory at all? No, she's mentioned towards the end. Okay. And, like, she's she's obviously the reason these people are going insane. Right. So, but, Donna, uh, Glory yeah. is a, a god currently living in Sunnydale. Oh, um, nice. <laughs> and, yeah, you know how it is. And um, Yeah, she's she, this season's, like, overarching bad guy. Yeah, and she, like, feeds on people's sanity to keep her sane because being a god and, like, trying to live on Earth um, 
like the fabric of her brain keeps kind of like tearing and she needs yeah. to like feed on people. She doesn't kill Sounds them. Sounds like she my just makes ex-wife. Them... Hey! Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> hey! Yes. Mm, whoa! <laughs> honk! Honk! <laughs> Which one is she? What does she's she look like? She's not in it. Okay. But she's really hot. She's like a redhead. She is really like, hot, yeah. Curly hair. She always wears like a sexy red dress. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, I guess I gotta watch some more Buffy. She's a god I'd like to fuck. <laughs> She's a gilf. That's a gilf. Gilf, yeah. There you go. Gilf. Great. Yeah, Donna's gonna look up a picture and then start honking it. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I, I knew it. Uh oh I I had a okay so Riley they investigate the the egg meteorite or whatever and yeah. then he hangs back and he calls his old like army buddy to like get some backup to like check this shit out yeah uh first of all cool budget to bring in a real helicopter and like <laughs> land it in the middle of the like California desert and then again. Uh, and then, second of all, real cool for all these army dudes to, like, get out of the helicopter and walk over the exact spot where a meteorite landed, which is basically, like, a an extraterrestrial crime scene kicking up all kinds of space dust and possibly giving, like, the nearby wildlife, like, fucking demon space black lung or whatever could be in there. Well, I don't or think form. we can expect the military to be sensitive to um Oh, yeah, aliens. no, they're not going to give a shit about yeah or en- environmental factors but i just thought it was like so fucked up like all of them to just like walking over the crater yeah that <laughs> that the meteorite came from and they're like there could be stuff in there that would like melt your little army boots like yeah and and like riley's just like oh that goo just choked him like don't touch it it's probably not poisonous it's just gross yeah how did he know that just he from doesn't looking know at that it, it killed that man yeah the goo killed a guy (laughs) you can't make those kind of assumptions yeah i don't i don't really understand i don't i also would love to talk more about the like sort of consistency of the goo later because it seems to form a shell over joyce at some point yeah it was like a like magic shell when you pour ice cream (laughs) love that shit yes yeah but so so yeah, I think it's like Riley is just like desperate to prove that he is useful to someone. And yeah, like he again. felt super useful in the army. And so he's like going back to like what feels comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um like working with Buffy and the Scoobies is like too like anarchic for him even though he said he was an anarchist in season four he was lying <laughs> he doesn't know what that word means <laughs> yeah on. like he has to retreat back to the army and like the army is just like we don't really care like the initiative thing's over we don't even care what these demons are about we just want to kill them which is like way 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 more true to real military yeah. life <laughs> yes don't want to investigate shoot first ask questions later yeah so should we talk about the um what the queller demon looks like? Oh dude. Donovan, will you will you describe it to us? Yeah. Can you paint us a word picture? If you've ever seen the movie Tusk where Justin Long <laughs> gets turned into a tusk walrus. <laughs> it's kinda like if that 
made beautiful sweet love to a big cockroach (laughs) and it's Mm -hmm. kind of worm-like but also it's got arms it likes to be on the ceiling quite a bit it's a big ceiling fan Wait, that's inadvertently a joke. It's a big ceiling fan. Not that kind of fan. Not that kind of fan. <laughs> and it's just wriggling around and making nasty noises. And is it is it invisible? Like it just it seems like it's hard to miss. It's huge. It's man sized. I do think like the shots of like basically it's just like people don't look up. So like so true. the shots of the queller demon like crawling around on the ceiling above people are pretty cool and that's why i'm always looking at the ceiling yeah you never know when (laughs) when someone's summoned a queller demon keep your head on a swivel (laughs) Yeah. yeah it's big and nasty though i also i couldn't tell in some scenes i was like this is a puppet in other scenes, I was like, this is a nasty man in a nasty costume. <laughs> How is he moving so quickly? I feel like, yeah, it is mostly a nasty man, like in a weird uh, like sleeping bag arrangement because mm-hmm. he has no legs. He just has weird little like like T-Rex arms. Yeah. Uh, so I imagine when they're doing like scenes of, of him like chasing Buffy down the hallway when they when they because they move Joyce back from the hospital to their house. Uh, Because she's obviously like getting crazier and crazier by the minute. So in those scenes where he's chasing her, I almost I like the meta that my brain concocted was that he is on like a little kind of like a skateboard (laughs) and then like pulling from from his arms to like give him some some fluidity. That sounds about right. Uh, I would love to know. Yeah, I would love to know if you're if you ever worked on Buffy and you can you tell us that? (laughs) I love the idea yeah, that it's like on the I'd skateboard. I love to know like, the technical. Yeah, the little pod is around the skateboard, but they cut little holes for the wheels. Oh. Yeah, like like heelys. Yeah. Did you ever take it on the half pipe? Right in. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. What if it was Tony Hawk in the suit? Tony Hawk's <laughs> pro nasty little guy. Just a queller demon flying through the air, <laughs> doing like fucking yeah, Christ airs and oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> making this. those queller demon noises yeah <laughs> oh yeah. i've got a goo multiplier from grinding the rim of the, from doing do four impossibles yes yeah just spewing Combo-ing. goo <laughs> yeah yeah that's his like uh that's his signature move yeah <laughs> so um so yeah so joyce and and Buffy and Dawn all go home with Joyce. Um, and she is getting more and more unhinged and saying kind of weird, mean things. She calls Buffy fat. And then oh, she yeah, says, which is, yeah, which sucks. And then she looks at Dawn and is like, I don't know what you are. You're like nothing. Like, I don't, I look at you and I don't know what you are. And so. There's this sort of long running, well, not long, but whatever, season running thing with Dawn that, like, if you are sort of, like, losing your mind, you can tell that Dawn is not real. Yeah, so Dawn is... So uh, we should I, explain I tried to, that to Dawn now. <laughs> I tried to explain this earlier. So, like, Dawn, Dawn is uh, an unreal thing in reality. Yes. And that is is just cooking people's noodles left and right. 
Yeah, Dawn has also sort of interrupted time and yeah. is like making things extremely confusing for people. So Dawn is including like, me. Yeah. So Dawn <laughs> is like a human key. She is a key. We don't know what that exactly means yet, but to um unlock something and glory is looking for her and glory has like traveled through like time and space to find dawn and yeah, dawn's to, like, been track her down dawn was hidden or like dawn as key is hidden in the body <laughs> of a uh like 13 year old girl yeah dawn see so you catch all that key. yeah Don as donkey. Donkey. Yeah. Donkey. Donkey. I think I understand now. Yeah. As long as you say it that way, I think you. I think it makes sense. There you go. And I'm just editing my notes. Don has layers. (laughs) Don is an onion. Right. Don doesn't know the the added layer is Don does not know. But she is not a 13-year-old girl. Yeah. She thinks what she is fuck? Joyce's daughter and Buffy's sister. Yeah, again, I feel like this is difficult watching the series normally. But listener, imagine if you came in to this episode only having seen the finale of season one. <laughs> how your mind would be like a Lovecraftian blown, blown open, Blown open yeah. almost as much as um, Joyce's is in, in this oh, episode. <laughs> oh, Lord. Lord. Ouch. But I like that, like, there's something that's really interesting about, like, how, like, you think, like, what's perceived by, like, Dawn and Buffy is that, like, Joyce is talking to herself. And she's talking to an actual thing. Like, yeah. she seems more even more crazy than she actually is because they think like she's up there like ranting to herself but she is ranting at a scary goo guy on the ceiling yeah so not not as crazy as no that's pretty reasonable (laughs) i would rant at a crazy goo guy be like, get out of here, Goo Man. Yeah, and she's like, You're not supposed to be here. Get out of here. And he's like, ah! <laughs> Fair point. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I had a couple things that I wanted to uh point out. Uh Buffy sobbing it into the dishwater as she's like doing dishes and her mom is like losing her mind upstairs. Mm-hmm. Uh just fucking broke me. Yeah. And I cried at work. Oh. Uh so I was like, that's fucked up. Um <laughs> Sarah Michelle Geller like giving it. Um and then I thought what was what was really interesting. So we've talked before about how like Buffy as a character is never given time to be like a young woman, like a 19, 20 year old young woman. She starts out the show like plucky high school Buffy and then has this kind of nebulous period of young womanhood and then straight up into motherhood because she's acting as like a second mother to Dawn. Yeah. Um. So everyone kind of points at, spoiler alert, Donna, but Joyce dies eventually. No! Um, <laughs> no! It's uh, true. So everyone kind of points to that episode as like the sort of baton change where Buffy is now, like, in the motherhood role. But I feel like at the very end of this episode, where Joyce is, like, she's coming to the realization that, like, Dawn is not real and not her daughter. 
Yeah. Uh, but she's saying like, but she still belongs to us and we still have to, you still have to protect her and take care of her. And yeah. so I feel like this is the episode where, where like that sort of character change really actually takes off. Yeah. It's wild too, because Joyce is also on her about like going back to school and I feel like she should know that, like, a person can't do both of those things. Yeah. Like, it's not feasible. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I wanted to be sadder for Buffy, but that music was really sending me. Um, <laughs> it's wild. Just insane. It was like a... It sounded like the Don't You Want a Fanta commercial. Yes. <laughs> I wrote but down... Just, like, on repeat forever and it, yeah, it goes no i just wrote down like some kind of latin dance music question mark <laughs> the subtitle just says a music note and then spanish that's cool. what the subtitle said when it came on yeah note nice. spanish <laughs> that's my favorite oh, genre wonderful i was like i'd go crazy listening to this like i don't know <laughs> I'd rather a goo monster spit in my face than have to listen to this on repeat. Yeah, goo monster spit in my mouth. <laughs> goo monster spit in my mouth. It's <laughs> my favorite Dixie Chicks song. That's a, that's a great one. That was my wedding song. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, oh my god, god, I almost whited out. Oh fuck, no. that was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> um okay. Yeah, and then I also really enjoyed that Spike came in at exactly the right time to kill the queller with Buffy and Dum Dum Riley showed up just a little too late with his stupid army guys. Um because they don't know how to like they don't, they don't know what they're dealing with ever. For, yeah, for like an actual demon like attack because they don't care. They don't care to know anything about why the demons do things. Yeah. They just like do these dumb shit like slice the pie formations every single time and they think that that's going to like solve the problem. Absolute mm-hmm. Dinglehofer behavior. I'm saying exactly. it. <laughs> I agree with you. 100%. You're right and you should say it. <laughs> um oh lord and i mean obviously spike shows up right away because he's a stalker that shit was wild yeah like what did you think of that donovan i wrote down how are you just having a conversation with spike while there's a goddamn worm monster because she gets the knife she's going after the worm monster and then oh what's in the basement oh it's spike holding pictures and she's like oh pulls the knife away and then they just have a little a fun little banter as if nothing is going on and then the fu- of course the worm monster comes back because he's been there the whole time yeah and he's a worm <laughs> he's like yeah he's just sitting there like uh do you mind uh <laughs> we had something going on um, yeah no fucking unhinged first of all spike is stealing pictures of buffy like that's fucking scary and crazy yeah he's making like a weird shrine buffy shrine yeah, don't like that now, I do a dating advice podcast, and we always say don't steal pictures of uh, your crush. That's very strange behavior. Yeah, actually. Out of, their, out of their own basement. Yeah, Dono, I'm hoping for some 
for some exciting uh, dating related advice for the next episode too. Oh yeah, I'm sure it's all about insight. relationshiping. <laughs> we oh absolutely, I've got many thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> oh hell yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Do we have any wrap up thoughts about this episode? Who is the goblin guy in the back of the car? <laughs> oh, that's one of Glory's <laughs> subs. Nice. <laughs> he's like a yeah, he's like a bottom bitch Aaron Aaron boy. <laughs> yeah, for Glory. Cool. There's Glory has a bunch of thirsty bottoms who are always like ready to kill themselves for her. That's and so they just broken. go off and do things. And then Ben, we had no idea up until now that Ben is related to any of this. Like, yeah, up until now, he's just been kind of a weird side character who's been in like two or three episodes. Yeah. And it's just kind of like that thing where it's like, boy, he keeps showing up a, a lot. Exactly. Like, you know he's up to something, but you don't know what yet. Mm-hmm. So he was the summoner of the Quella. <laughs> yeah, he brought he brought that bad boy from outer space. Mm-hmm. The, that big bad Beetleborg. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> I give it five goo balls out of five. Yes. Wow. A perfect goo ball score. Wow. <laughs> well, there's so much goo. I guess yeah, that, if you're, that's true. I mean, if you're judging any everything on goo balls. That's my only <laughs> metric for anything. Yeah. Uh-huh. Not enough. You're like, um, <laughs> the Godfather. One star. No goo. No, no, no yeah, goo? Question mark, question mark? <laughs> All your letterbox uh, <laughs> is just about goo. <laughs> flubber. Such a, bit, a good bit. Balls. Yeah, Flubber is your favorite movie. It's incredibly goo forward. You love Flubber, the blob. <laughs> yeah. Despite the name, there is actually no goo in Ghoulies too. What the fuck? I don't actually know if that's true. I'm sure there's a lot. There's probably right in if there's There's ghoulies. Ghoulies. Goonie. Also (laughs) goonies. Yeah, no goo and goonies. That's fucked up. I don't know. Isn't there? There should be some goo. Maybe not. Maybe not enough. Mm -mm. Not enough for what I need. I'm just open another tab next to the hotel with the swans and the mega colon. How much goo is there. in Ghoulies and Goonies? Ghoulies movie. What other things start with goo? Goo. Ooh, two stars for Ghoulies. Ouch. Oh, damn. Wow. No mention of goo. What about is there goo and Goonies? <laughs> is that what you're. You're Googling, Man, this... is there goo in Goonies? That flu shot is taking you places, huh? <laughs> uh, I'm bringing over my favorite segment from our show where I Google absurd things. The listeners love. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta keep consistent, man. Go- Whoa, Google. Oh, oh my, my God, God, it's been here the whole time. <laughs> we cracked it. Dono. Kate, you cracked the code. <laughs> I did. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, isn't the other one called Duck? What's the other one called? Duck Duck Go. Uh, duck, what could duck, be Duck Duck? Duck Duck Goo. Unfortunately, my competitor duck. Swan Swan Goo. <laughs> I think everything is run by Big Goo. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
I've been told I do a good goo sound effect. <laughs> yeah, I'll put a good splat. Splat. Good sound in there. Ah! Uh. All right. Well, our next episode is called Into the Goo. Into the Goods. Into, Into the, the Woods. <laughs> Into the Goo to Grandmother's House. Exactly. Uh, Spike disrupts Buffy's one moment of peace after her mom's successful <laughs> operation to expose Riley's late nights spent in the arms of a vampire, sending an upset and bewildered Buffy into a tailspin and putting their relationship in turmoil. I hate this episode. I hate a lot of people in this episode, actually. Yeah, I hate Xander. Oh, my God. I hate Xander. I hate Giles. The only thing that I like is that uh, uh, so Spike walks in on Buffy like after she had sex with Riley and she's like hanging out in bed <laughs> and and he turns around so she can get dressed and his Papa Boner face is so funny. It's pretty good. <laughs> He's just like, oh, 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 go blind me. She's nude. Yeah. She's naked as a jaybird, isn't it? You <laughs> <laughs> like my Spike. <laughs> so good. Uh, but yeah no i fucking hate like giles basically like addict shaming these vampires saying that like or the humans the humans who like get fed on off of off of vampires like don't deserve buffy's help because they're like willing like that's fucked up right yeah and that like buffy calls them whores yeah like oh what the nice. fuck you're whores yeah, it's like tell me about your horse. Like she's yeah. in, like she's in fucking dynasty, like smoking a cigarette and about to slap like that blonde lady. It's a really bad like this is a horrible take on both like drug abuse and prostitution. Yeah. Like it's like, so bad. It just sucks. Awful. Donna, yeah. what did you think? <laughs> Uh, I wrote down, it's like sex work, but for vampires, blood work, question mark? That's good. Nice. That's good. Blood work? Blood work? Blood work. <laughs> Gotta get blood, some work blood work tonight, done. queen? Oh, so that's like, you know, like the husband who says like, hey, I got to go to the, the barbershop. And then he goes to a bar that's named the barbershop. Oh. It's like, you, you, I got to go get blood work. And then you go get bit by a vampire mm-hmm. and you get blood worked, you know? <laughs> I'm getting my blood worked tonight, baby. (laughs) You're working my blood so good, baby. Yeah, I thought there was some just weirdness happening with all of the conversations around that. And then her talking to Riley and him being like, like, it doesn't it doesn't mean anything. I I just I needed to be wanted and all this stuff. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? You're getting sucked by a vamp. (laughs) You're getting yeah, sucked off by like, ugh, it's disgusting. Anyway, but yeah, it, it's fucking stupid that they're obviously making parallels to like, yeah, like using sex workers or like getting cheated on or doing the cheating. But it's just like so fucking. And the thing is, like, he, they say the conversation that Buffy and Riley have, like, he says, like, oh, it's not you, it's my issue. But like, but then he immediately says, like, but these whores or these vampires make me feel, you know, things that you couldn't or things that you can't or like, you know, th- it's saying like, oh, it's not your fault, but it fucking is your fault. And here's all the reasons why. Yeah. yeah. It's just the worst conversation. Like, 
I wrote a note that says, I rolled my eyes so hard I could see my own brain synapse. I saw the <laughs> lobe where I store the memory of the first time I fell off my bicycle and keep all the names for the Muppets. Like, that's how fucking, like, like <laughs> eye cringe, like, <laughs> eye rolling cringe that I felt that whole, whole conversation. Yeah. So like, I want to say, like, I think it is, you know, if you were an adult and you consent to getting your blood sucked by a vampire go for it that sounds kind of fun that is so fine that's yeah. totally totally fine you know blood work is real work blood work is work exactly yeah. and like <laughs> there's no pro like there is a way that they could have done this in like a cool transgressive like interesting i mean obviously it's not going to happen on like an early aughts teen show on the wb yeah, not, not a wb uh-uh but yeah, like instead they made it about how yeah, what you said that like these people are not worth saving because they're addicts. Yeah. And also these women who do this are like whores and are not like like I should set the whole place on fire. Yeah. And also like from from Buffy's side like Riley saying like they make me feel like a man like what the fuck like oh it's so bad it's just the fucking just the worst yeah I hated every second of it oh god yeah Riley sucks so bad like yeah like this is another another man telling Buffy what she feels about him yeah, she's clear, like, she is saying, like, I've given you everything. Like, I've given you my heart, my body, my soul. Like, I don't know what else you want from me. And he's like, I don't know. Yeah, and he reacts, like, he reacts in a way, I'm sure, Dono, you would say, don't do this, to, like, a lot of the <laughs> ways he reacts. Like, like, she rolls over in bed and he takes that as a slight. Yeah. You know? Or, like... She cried when her mom, she thought her mom was dying and he wasn't there for like the time that she cried and he took it as a slight. Yeah, he's mad that she didn't cry in front of him. He's a narcissist and I don't think uh, people should run away on a helicopter uh, when their relationship has problems, <laughs> especially when they're the problem. This guy's a fucking narcissist. I don't like him. Yeah, especially when you're Excellent. going to um, it, like exterminate a demon tribe that's killing missionaries in the rainforest. Like, what kind of allegory is that? Yeah, <laughs> like, gross. What is that? You, there should be killing demon. They demon tribes should be killing more missionaries in the rainforest. Yeah, missionaries shouldn't be there in the first place. Like, yeah. leave those leave those tribal demons alone. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Jesus. Leave those tribal demons alone. <laughs> That's good. Thank you. Thank That's you. Thank you. Oh, I'm a musician. Man. You are a professional. And a so. scholar. And a scholar. How could we forget? <laughs> oh, Lord. But yeah, he's he's... His way of turning everything that happened between... Buffy and her mom into something 
that concerns him is, is just crazy horrible yeah. and like unhinged you have to be i think you have to be a pretty self-sufficient person to be with buffy you know you have to be pretty yeah. like like she got a lot going on she does she has a lot going on and she's probably going to be stronger than you yeah and like that really makes a lot of or it makes the men that she dates um feel very, very uncomfortable yeah hundred mm-hmm. percent and riley i loved the um donna what did did you catch this when um he said that he kind of started because he wanted to know what buffy felt like when she was bitten by dracula yeah what what, what was happening with that <laughs> There was a crossover. <laughs> yeah, so Buffy was bit by Dracula. Dracula oh, but she's fine. Was in this series? Oh Just... yeah, Drac is Drac is back, baby. <laughs> He's real. Holy He's smokes. real and he is very hot. That was a very horny episode. It was dude <laughs> Dracula like charmed Buffy's pants off. Uh huh. And just just flew them right off. Yeah. yeah, they came off like a like <laughs> like tearaway pants. Yeah, like uh like Jim Carrey and it where he <laughs> plays God and he just like shoots them off. <laughs> I just like this how ham fisted the allegory is is just replace sex with with bite with get your blood drank. Oh yeah yeah yeah. They that's like a common a common theme in this one because there's like uh. There's a scene where Angel is like biting Buffy, and she, she's like so horny for it that she like r- like crushes a metal vase in her fist. Oh, oh my man, God. that was also like, an extremely horny yeah. episode. <laughs> Holy crap! Yeah, it's a lot. It's fucking. It's like uh, uh oh, what's the what's the Dracula movie with fucking Gary Oldman? The Dracula movie. The Dracula one. Yeah, it's but Bram it, yeah, Stoker's Bram Dracula. Stoker's Dracula. Yeah. It's like almost not that Bram horny. Stroker. That's Bram Stroker's else. Dracula. Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. I mean, I guess there's something to that. We had, uh, I, I think y'all are some connection here. We had Ash from Horror Vanguard. Oh on. yeah. Think, oh yeah, yeah. They've been on the here. Show. Yeah, they've been mm-hmm, on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought I remembered this. Well, they came on ours and somebody wrote in something about monster fucking, and Ash <laughs> got into a, a, a tangent. Of how monster stories, like some of it is connected to like queer identity. And I'm not going to be able to get into the details that, that they did uh, on account of I'm, I don't know a whole lot about horror and I'm a little bit dumb. Um, but there's some connection. Like I understood there was some kind of like, like the character of Dracula and vampires generally in like this othering and mm-hmm. I don't know, the kind of intimacy of taking somebody's blood and, I mean, there's suckings right in there. Like, I see how there's, I guess, historically, <laughs> there's, like, right a thematic the connection. It's right in the yeah. 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 Well, I think, like, a lot of, um, we talked about this on the, we were, were guests on the inter- um, a interview with a vampire episode on the left page. And we talked about how, like, you know, vampires don't, they don't procreate, so their relationships are purely can be like purely sexual and romantic purely pleasure based yeah like they they don't form you know like little vampire nuclear families they can form (laughs) any kind of like 
queer relationship attachments that they want. Vampcule. Yeah, vampacule. <laughs> <laughs> and like often, I mean, you know, it's like a joke, but like often, yeah, like you see vampires sort of um, portrayed on like TV shows and in movies, like in something like a cule. You know? Yeah. Also, yeah. Like, nowadays, like, either, yeah, very, very sexual or, yeah, very, like, kind of winky face queer, you know? Or just outright queer sometimes, like, interview with a vampire. Also, Do you're we... around for a really long time. Yeah. Like, you you cannot just have, like, vanilla missionary sex for, like, a thousand years. Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah. You get so bored. Much like queer people, you can never you can never die. I'm immortal. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's true. Queer common. people and yeah. vampires, both immortal, and that's why we have such weird sex. Exactly. Yeah. As soon as I came out as non-binary, I did experience the quickening, like the fucking highlight. <laughs> Do you think, you know, having done this show for a while and and knowing the J Man Joss pretty pretty well? Oh yeah. Do you think he has any awareness of that? Like, I don't, I don't understand. I don't know a whole lot about the guy other than, you know, the stereotypes about his goofy dialogue, the way Whedon asks stuff. Do you think he has any sense of that connection? Or do you think he's just kind of like blood horny? And so now there's love drama related to vampires. He's not, he's not like queer, right? No, no, no he's straight and he sucks gross like not not in the not in the cool vamp way yeah not in a like cool vampire way yeah i think no. he has like a very shallow kind of like rich white man lib understanding of like queerness and honestly everything he has and everything a rich, yeah he has a rich white lib idea about like race he has a rich white lib idea about like yeah like queerness like Sex poverty, work, clearly, yeah, drug use, like working class, like all the you know working class like ideology, like shit like that. Like he, it's very like like face value for him. So a lot of the stuff that like a lot of the things that like fans glom onto and and say like oh you know you know kind of interpret it's a lot of fan work you know yeah. kind of like. Yeah you know making it canon just because a, you know a million fans just said oh yeah this is true like this is real so <laughs> yeah i think we've made the show a lot more interesting than joss yeah exactly yeah like not us specifically but like fans and like well, people... us too i mean uh, yeah and people who like to talk about it yeah um, I just want to feel like i'm a part of something we Kate, are please. part of it we're part of um the whedon <laughs> What there? Yeah, there's like Whedon scholars and like Buffy scholars. Yeah, um, yeah, Buffy studies. You can get a PhD in Buffyology. You can present. It's like not a joke. There, um, you, there's like a journal that comes out like twice a year, yeah. and if you have like, if your paper is like selected, you win like the Mister Pointy Award. <laughs> which is the name of Buffy's wood steak. <laughs> Mr. Pointy, yeah. So there is like, I mean, there's so much to talk about, but you're, yes, it, I think it is very true that the people who are doing like the most interesting work right now about Buffy are taking it like far beyond where 
Joss where Joss's like understanding of the world could be. Yeah. And I think that's the most interesting thing about like media is when they like the answers are not handed to you, you know? Yeah. Like like the most like obviously the most the reason that fucking David Lynch is so popular is because he like literally just says like here here's here's this idea and here's this scene and here's this theme and here's this tone. I don't know. You fucking figure it out. Like, <laughs> people have asked him, like, "Hey, what does this mean?" And yeah, he's he just like, t- "I'm not telling you that." Yeah. Like, he's just like, "It's Friday once again." That's the kind of things that he says. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to tell you about the weather. Yeah, it's, it's kind of fun to think about Just Whedon doing that, though unintentionally. It seems like, like it, it, that. There's all this stuff that could be read into it, but this dude did not intend for that it seems like no yeah so that the like the outcome of all of these sort of like like critiques and like scholarly thought about david lynch is that he presents it to you but like kind of keeps things to himself the critique and scholarly thought out of joss's material is that he's just too fucking lazy yeah and he's like, lame he's a lame guy yeah he would never like the ideas and things that have come out of like buffy studies quote unquote like he would have never thought in a million years yeah so yeah he literally just kind of like failed into it <laughs> <laughs> like so many have like before. so many in hollywood and just life you know that's beautiful yeah uh what a, ta- so, a tale yeah. as old as time <laughs> Shout out to the J Man. <laughs> the J Man. When you said the J Man, I was like, "Who the fuck is that?" <laughs> well, I was like, "Jesus Christ!" Yeah, the J Man, Jesus J-Man. Christ, who wrote Buffy. Yeah, <laughs> he might as well have, honestly. Yeah, I mean, if you think, I, you know, for for certain like people, he wrote everything. Yeah. yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa! The Gospel According to Xander. Oh fuck me! Just no, I do not want to hear that slop. You got all right. (laughs) So can we talk about Dono? Do you remember? Did you remember Xander? I have a note here. I remembered the name, and I liked when he said it was right in front of my Xander face. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's like the you know he's one of the comic relief characters, and then also like. There's this there was this move, I think it's because he doesn't have anything else to do to establish him as like the sort of like every man heart of the show. Um which I have never really bought because no, his not once. His like his confrontation of Buffy is so with Buffy is so weird and aggressive. Yeah, like uh for someone who like harbored such a crush on her for so long for him to be like you're throwing away the best guy who's who's ever loved you and it's like do you are you in love with him secretly like <laughs> yeah it it's it just given this vibe of like you he thinks thou dost protest too much my dude <laughs> And also just, he doesn't, I mean, I only saw these two episodes. This Riley character does not seem like the best guy ever. What are you fucking talking about? He's not. Yeah. I guess cause, I guess just because he's like a human and not like a vampire or a demon. And he's like, well, he can't do any better than that. <laughs> yeah. I just don't understand where he's coming from. Like, he's never, 
I mean, clearly he's like conflating their relationship with his relationship with Anya. Because it's sort of the opposite that he's like the every guy and Anya is like an ex-demon. And I, I don't, I guess he's like, to me, he's kind of confusing the two and then like yelling at Buffy because it's like, why don't you love this every man type person? Like, yeah, why that makes a need, lot of sense. You know, like, why do you need like, you know, the darkness of like Angel or Spike? Like, why can't you be happy with this guy? With this fucking white bread loser. But he's like a loser. Yeah, it's just like, why, why is Xander suddenly interested at all? Yeah, he's never given the indication like, that he gave a shit. <laughs> I think that conversation just needed to happen in order to get Buffy to run after the helicopter. Yeah. Which, don't do that, folks. Uh, don't run don't after run, a helicopter? Don't run onto a tarmac. That's yeah. very dangerous. I just remember there was an episode, and I don't know anything more, but there was an episode in ER where a guy got his arm chopped off by a helicopter. Yeah. So, Those it happens. will fuck you up. Absolutely. Yeah. I I loved, I wrote, he can't hear her. He has AirPods in and she's running up and he just won't look out the door. You're in a helicopter, dude. I would be looking out the door constantly. You're in a helicopter. That's the cool, you look out, you see how high in the sky you are. Yeah, he's, he's like, yeah, oh, right? who's in the seat next to me for some But he's reason. like, no, no, no. I won't look down, God damn it. <laughs> And he was like looking for her. He was standing there looking off in the distance waiting for her. And he was like, well, now that I'm in the helicopter, I, I guess I better I got, stop yeah. staring longingly into the distance. Hel- yeah, helicopter yeah. blinders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he can't Bizarre. see anymore in the helicopter. <laughs> Actually, this chopper's pretty sick. Yeah. Maybe I don't need love. Maybe he's I ready to kill some. Yeah, he's ready to kill some, uh, do some colonial terror in the rainforest. <laughs> Just so fucking mass genocide on some deems. Yeah, Only imperialism exactly. can fill the hole in my heart. I mean, <laughs> fucked up. You but... joke, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's true. Like, I do think that, yeah, like Riley just has nothing. Like, he's convinced himself that he has nothing to give to Buffy and he's made it that way and that and no matter what Buffy says he will not hear anything else and he has made it you know and now he's cheated on her so he's like made it yeah literally like emotionally cheating and I guess I mean I don't know I don't know the boundaries of yeah Donna would you count bloodletting as as cheating like physical cheating is pretty intimate it's one thing if you're just getting your blood drawn with a needle. It's another thing if it's through fangs. Yeah, in your mouth. Yeah, yeah it's in your cool. mouth. Yeah. And it does look like he's getting an extremely depressing blowjob. <laughs> yeah, he really didn't look like he was having a great time. Uh-uh. It's true, because actually, now that I think of it, like, Leslie, you like brought up that when Angel bit Buffy she went into like ecstasy and like there's another episode when um when Willow and Xander are like doppelganger vampires 
and they go into like crazy ecstasy every time someone's bit like why is riley not reacting at all yeah maybe the vamp was just like bad at giving at sucking yeah oh no man you suck at sucking (laughs) (laughs) oh man yeah i don't know Maybe he's just maybe he just had such a sad boner that it just like couldn't overcome the the pure joy of getting a yeah. suck off. But why do you just keep coming back? I don't know. He just like, wanted apparently to feel he's wanted. He's been doing that for months. Yeah. He says he just wants to feel wanted. I mean, yeah. you know, we've all felt like that from time to time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I like to feel pretty good about it though once I am. <laughs> Yeah, I know when I feel wanted, I look bored as hell. Yeah. Yeah. I look annoyed. Like I'm yeah. waiting for a dentist appointment. Yeah. Well, I, I have I've got resting suck face. <laughs> you know, so I am having a good time. It just doesn't show up on my it just doesn't register on my dome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then like Buffy's reaction again, it's so it's so like joss lib like the individual is to blame kind of shit where she's like oh i will take extra care to like kill the woman who sucked on riley in like oh yeah like in a torturous way i thought for sure she was gonna like let her go me too and then all of a sudden she just Full on like Olympic silver medal javelin, that that piece of timber into that lady's torso. Yeah. Oh Lord, that was that was dark. That was gratuitous. It made me yeah. sad. It made me really sad. Yeah, for Buffy and for the the vampire because it's like yeah, nameless vamp. So that's like how you think you're gonna fix things. Yeah, you know? like, like I guess that's one way to solve the problem. I guess. Ugh. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> uh, so one positive note. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't want to leave this this episode on a downer. Uh, so the one positive note I will say is that this episode did uh, teach me what a lead man is in television production. Oh, okay. A lead man is a person who physically puts props and set pieces uh in a scene and then breaks everything down when the when the scene is done filming so oh, like okay it, you know like in the kitchen there's bowls and plates and cups and uh, a, a phone in the in the corner or whatever or a lamp or whatever so they put all those things there and then they they take pictures of the set as it is because you know you shoot over multiple days sometimes yeah so they take everything uh, they they take pictures, they document it so that they could put everything in the exact same place. And that's why a lot of times, like, you'll see, uh, like, sometimes you'll see in movies or TV, like, uh, stuff moving back and forth. Like, uh, a cup is there and then another shot, like, it's it's gone or vice versa or whatever. It's because the fucking lead man is not doing his job properly. So, oh, there you go. Man. A little piece of, of uh, old Hollywood trivia. <laughs> Damn. Now, why did you learn this? <laughs> well, because the episode is dedicated to a man named uh, DC Gustafson, who was a yeah. lead man on Buffy the Vampire Slayer before his uh, untimely passing in 2000. Aww. 
And yeah, he's certainly so. the lead man in our hearts. Yeah. Shouts out to DC. R.I.P. DC. R.I.P. DC. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for teaching us what your job was. Infotainment. Yeah, your legacy is never ending. No. And I mean, what a what a like maudlin episode. You could have <laughs> Yeah, like what an insult. I would be I know. so mortified. I'd be like up in heaven going like Joss, what the fuck? Because it's like, it implies like, well, guys, we lost Riley and DC tonight. <laughs> two, two devastating losses. Yeah. DC's on anyway. the big helicopter up in the sky. I, exactly. I guess, that's where, I guess that's where helicopters usually are, actually. Yeah. Exactly, make yeah. Sense. You get yeah, the if idea. There any, if they're anywhere else, you have fucked up somewhere. <laughs> His heaven-bound helicopter passes Riley's as he's headed to the rainforest. What's up, man? <laughs> like the end of Fast and Furious. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's been a long day. <laughs> it's that exactly. Oh, God. So good. Damn. Uh, well, Who knew? <laughs> well, Donovan, thank you so much for, for coming on. You know, you are a delight. You are a, a, a beacon of joy. Well, and you. you're my best friend. <laughs> 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 I need to go to bed. You're oh, my best. <laughs> I love that. Like, I'm your best friend, but you're not mine. <laughs> I'm totally yours. Um, <laughs> um, do some plugs. Where can people find you and your works? Folks, I do a dating advice podcast. It's called Radio Free Tote Bag. Check it out. RFTB.me at RFTBpod on stuff. Nothing else is called that. Uh, we answer relationship questions. We have guests. We've had Leslie and Kate on. We're going to have you all again on soon. What do they Ooh. say? The first, first week of next month. So come come check yeah. it out. I uh, I was on the Core Raiders podcast recently. I'm plugging this on, on my show too. Go check that out. It was a good time. You can see me in the flesh wearing my horse girl Whoa. shirt. Check it out. <laughs> Someone on YouTube said you look like Freddie Mercury, and I was just like fucking clocked. They they clocked you so it's hard. Pretty. That made me happy. Unfortunately, the rest of the comments are uh, longtime cracked fans uh, who hate Alex and Jeremy, and so most of the comments oh, were sucks. like, "Get to the point!" <laughs> like this no, sucks. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but it's well, good. You know. Don't listen to them. It was a blast. <laughs> it was i can confirm i watched the whole thing it was hysterical there's a lot of venom nice. talk you'll learn a lot it's real real top heavy with venom i gotta say <laughs> it's the second not, episode not of like our podcast top heavy with goo <laughs> top Honk. heavy with goo yeah you know honks and honks <laughs> it's a goo forward episode <laughs> no, thank you all for having me on this is it's always fun I'd love to be yeah, thrown totally. back into the Buffy verse. That's right. Love, love to have you. Uh, well, yeah, you can check out all of our stuff. Uh, join our Patreon, where we will have a an a Fangs After Dark episode. Uh, fucking eventually, when we feel like it. Okay, <laughs> fucking get off eventually. my back. God, you're not my mother. Stop yelling at us. <laughs> Stop yelling at us. But do please give us your money. Thank you so much. We appreciate yes. you. 
Um, yeah, so links to the Patreon, all of our socials. Get the episode wherever oh, you yeah. fucking listen to podcasts. Check it all out at bangs.zone. Yeah. Oh, and I'm going to make a... I'm. I'm going to make a vampire walks into a bar. Yeah, Kate's going to make like a Spotify playlist that's like vampire vampire songs to chill and relax to in the other room while a rainstorm. Yeah, I I questioned every single song. I looked over at my spouse and I said, would a vampire walk into a bar to this <laughs> song? And he said, yes or no. And only the yeses made it. Good, good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. All right. We'll catch you next time on Fangs for the <laughs> Memories. See you, suckers. <laughs>